can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Um, so Joe, who is the lazy one this week? <laughs> Excuse me. Well, you did take a long weekend. I took a long weekend, but also I had the other stuff prepared prior to me going on leave. I know, so, I know. Sorry you, for one you. time I haven't put my product in and I needed in yet. You're going to have to come up with something by the time we finish recording. I will. I'll have a think while we're recording. So we started talking about our updates on our dating lives. Yeah. I said I was going on a date this week and whenever I say that, Joe is silent And the reason she's silent is because she refuses to give me any dating advice based on a past experience that I had and blamed her for. So back in the days when we were in the office, I was on Hinge and I was like, I'd matched with this guy and he asked me for a drink and I was like, ah, I just don't, I can just tell I'm getting the vibe that we're not going to connect. And Joe was like, Hannah, you have to go. You have to go. Give him a chance. Blah, 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 blah. I think my words were, he could be the one and you're not going to go. Yes. And I literally took that. I was like, oh, that's that's really true. Which like, is ridiculous I, advice from ridiculous. me because I would totally bail. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't bail even though I wanted to. And I, I just want to preface this by saying that dating, like <laughs> you just, you, when you're not compatible, it's really obvious because yep. like you start to question like, is it me? Is it them? <laughs> but really it's us. Like it's us on the date that we're not vibing Mm-hmm. So I turn up on the date and then he he came and he was like, I don't even know, what's an analogy? Like there was just nothing. <laughs> it was like we were both dead inside <laughs> and <laughs> we literally could not communicate properly. <sighs> like it was so bad. And I'm so cringing. And I could tell, it wasn't just me, it was him too. I could <laughs> tell he was like hating life <laughs> and I was as well. And so he, and so I think I stayed for one drink and I could just tell it was going like. Honey, sorry, you stayed like, for 20 minutes. I, I stayed for a drink. I drank my drink pretty quickly. In 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> I didn't do like a ghosting. I just was yeah. like, hey, like it was Friday. I'm like, oh, I've just had a really big week and I'm not feeling well. Um, That's kind of ghosting. <laughs> no, 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 but I, he, he was he was relieved. Oh, okay. I could tell. He was so happy that the, the, um, the torture e-bails. was over. <laughs> oh, no, it was torture, the whole thing. Like we were both just like how are we going to end this? Anyway, I got in the car. I got in like an Uber, I think, and I messaged you and I was like, never again. I'm, yeah. And I didn't go on a date for months. I felt really bad about it. That was my fault. I'll take that. But this is the thing that I need to do more of those dates because that yeah. shows that you're going on more dates and there's like more chance of you meeting someone. Yeah, it just puts yourself out there and maybe you'll learn a thing or two about what you do and don't want. For example, you don't want a boring guy that you don't vibe with. So I want to say correction. He wasn't boring. I think we were, we just, there was nothing there. I said to myself, I'm like, am I boring? I couldn't make conversation. Yeah, I feel like that's the tricky part with dating is that it really messes with self-confidence. And just, you know, even if you're a confident person, it just makes you second guess yourself. Do you remember? Because that was the week that the podcast went to number one and I was on cloud nine. Oh, was it? 
Yeah, so I really should have oh. been celebrating. Yeah, that no, was ages ago. I actually got in an Uber and went and met friends um, at a bar. Yeah, back in the days when yeah. when you could go to bars, when we could do that. Yeah, remember those days? I don't oh. remember those days. It feels like a lifetime <laughs> Neither, ago. Really. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what's on today's episode, Hannah, since you're the organised one? I am the organised one. So on today's episode, um, we have, I wouldn't call it a cringy convo this week. I think it's more of a serious convo. An awareness convo. We've got our founder, Kate Morris, coming to join us to talk about skin checks. And then we challenged ourselves to pick skincare products under $50. So this is a self-challenge between Hannah and I to pick products that are not ultra bougie, but they're affordable, they're bargain, they're great, and then our products we didn't know we needed. Great. The bougie bitches go bargain. I love that. <laughs> Joe's written a note here, when the bougie bitches go bargain. I was like, where? That where, was like an internal reference. Where are you going to insert that into the conversation? Like really, That was like, just for us to know what it was In a really about. casual way. Like, so when the bougie bitches go bargain. <laughs> All right. We're on. <laughs> Welcome, Kate, to your first cringy convo. We know that we've had you on here before to talk about other things, but today you're on a cringy convo, which is a little bit different. But you actually came to us with this cringy convo. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's like strictly a cringy convo or more of just yeah. kind of like a scary story. Yeah. But yes, it was skin related. And so I thought, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's more cringy because a lot of people put this stuff off. And then when it gets to the point of doing what you had to do, then it becomes cringy because it's like, oh, I should have done that a while ago and I've made a mistake. So tell us about your experience. So I'd made an appointment with the dermatologist, which I'd been kind of meaning to do for ages because, you know, I don't know if you guys know this or whether we covered this in the pregnancy episode, but one of the weird things, weird side effects of being pregnant is sometimes like you get like these kind of weird skin tags and I'd had a few moles that had kind of like sort of gone all, you know, lumpy and bumpy and sort of looked a bit more skin taggy. And and I I was pretty sure there wasn't anything wrong with them, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and get them removed. And the dermatologist had looked at them previously. He said, oh yeah, I can just slice those right off. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. Let's go and do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so, and so I'd finally, you know, organized because, you know, and then it got put off a bunch of times because of COVID. And then it was like, all right, now I can finally go in and get this done. And so there's me, you know, sitting in the dermatologist procedure room and I had to put one of those like paper gowns on because I'd had one like behind my shoulder and one on the back of my leg. And they said, oh yeah, it's just easier if you're in this paper gown. So I'm in a paper gown, sort of freezing my butt off, (laughs) getting ready to have bits of my body sliced off. And the dermatologist came in and I said, oh, look, while you're here, and because I thought, well, you know, it's, it's like it's expensive going to the dermatologist. It's, and I thought, well, might as, might as well try and get a bit more bang for buck. And I said, look, while you're here, can you actually just have a look at this spot on my cheek? I'd had this weird red bump on my cheek that kind of looked like a pimple, but, you know, I'd, I'd tried like squeezing it and even though I know you shouldn't and, I, I, you know, it didn't have anything in it. And so it wasn't really a pimple, but it was just taking ages to go away. And it was just, it just kind of stayed this red patch and then ended up in a smaller little sort of raised patch of bumps. And I'd had it for like, I don't know, two or three weeks. I said, oh, could you just have a look at this? And um, he's got like his sort of goggles on and he has a peer, peer through and he goes, I don't like the look of that. I reckon that could be a skin cancer. And I went, what? Uh, oh, okay. I said, I thought it was just like like maybe rosacea or something. He goes, might be. He goes, but I can't really tell. And so I think I'm going to take a biopsy. 
And I went, wow. oh, okay. And so then he takes this, you know, the, like this little scalpel and slices off a piece of my face. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just kind of freaking out. And he's, you know, puts it in the little testing tube and he goes, that's right, should have results in, you know, three or four days. And so here's me with this with this dressing the size of, like a size of like a 50 cent piece. So a, a decent sized dressing smack in the middle of my face. And I was, <laughs> I was feeling um, a little bit self-conscious and going, oh my God, what if I've got like a skin cancer that has to be cut out like right in the yeah. middle of my face? And this is mm. from like, so both my parents have quite fair skin like me and they've both actually had to have quite, you know, decent sized skin cancers removed. So my mum's had to have a bit cut out the side of her nose. My dad's had half the top of his head cut off and had to be replaced with like thigh skin. And I'm just going, oh my God, this is, you know, I'm only 42. Yeah. And this is extremely unfair given that I've, you know, been wearing sunscreen daily for like the last 25 years. I thought (laughs) I'm going to be really pissed if this is a skin cancer in the middle of my face. And I mean, you know, cut a long story short, like I got the results and everything was fine. And they said, oh no, it's just obviously some kind of, you know, dermatitis or whatever, you know, hold off on your actives around that area and just, you know, wait for it to to heal. But um, had the dressing still on my face for like a good week and which means <laughs> I felt like I had to kind of explain my face to everybody yeah. I met within that time or every Zoom call I was on. Oh yes, oh sorry about my face, you know. And that's always that's also a a scary process to know that you're kind of waiting to hear back if you've got a skin cancer on your face. That's it. Do you remember Joe when you got me to go and do that? Yes. Oh, Joe scared me yeah, so sorry, much. I freaked I had, you out. <laughs> she completely freaked me out. I had I thought the same as you, Kate. I was like, it's a skin tag. I had just assumed that this little thing on my um it was like on my neck. Yeah. I had this thing and Joe's like, no, that doesn't look like a skin tag. And I was like, what? I've just assumed it was a skin tag this whole time. It was time. only because you said that it was scabbing over and then it was mm-hmm. kind of like irritated and I thought, oh, that yeah. doesn't sound okay. So yeah. So Dr. Joe said <laughs> um, that could be like you better get you better get that checked. And I literally the same day, because I, 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 I had left, I had just assumed for years it was a skin yeah. tag. I went straight to the mole check place in Fitzroy around the corner from work and they did like a little biopsy. It was fine. But I I had just assumed it was a skin tag and they said, no, it's a mole. I may have been wrong with that one, Hannah, but I actually spotted a growth on the side of my dad's face. So I sit next to my dad at the dinner table and I noticed this thing on his face months ago, like right at the start of isolation. I was like, dad, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go and have that checked. Like I was on his back the last three months. He finally went to the doctor and got referred to a surgeon because I was like, I think it might be a BCC, like just a, a little yeah. you know, start of a little skin cancer or something because he's 65 and that's fairly common. Um, and he went to the surgeon and they said, yeah, it, it probably is, it might be. So yeah. let's just take it out. I just, I'm always on the lookout. Oh, look, you've got to, you've got to have someone looking out for you, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah, no, it really, it really freaked me out. It's all fine, but it just, it kind of made me think, you know, everybody's sort of using skincare to make sure that they have beautiful skin and, and whatever your mm-hmm. kind of aging plan is, like whether you want to sort of resist and go the, you know, the Botox and the fillers or whether you want to age gracefully, like pick a path, it's fine. But with the sunscreen and hats, like unless you want to mm-hmm. have bits cut out of your face, 
later. Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> it's made me, I reckon it's made me even anything, like even more vigilant now. And even it's the middle of winter and you know what? I don't care. I'm still putting my sunscreen on yeah. every day. I couldn't be more vigilant at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like if the sun touches my skin now, I'm like, really? It, without sunscreen, it like really makes me yeah. nervous. There'll be a lot of people listening that have never had a skin check either. And I think there comes a time where you're pushed to do that because of, some reason you, know, you hear that someone's had a skin check and they've they've had a skin cancer cut out. It's something that prompts you to go and have that done. So I hope that this discussion for somebody makes them go and have a skin check that they probably really needed to have. Absolutely. Don't put it off. Exactly. For me, it was Natalie Fornasia's story about her melanoma a few years ago, and that yeah. really pushed me into using sunscreen every single day. Um, I'm on my friend's backs during summer. I'm like, you can't do not go outside and sunbake. Like that is just stupid. Don't do it. Absolutely. Um, So I'm Mm. really vigilant since hearing her story. That really drove home for me the importance of sun safety. And I hope that like this discussion really prompts people, you know, it's it's winter, go and have your skin check, go and have your moles mapped and just make sure that you're you're being sensible about it, I think, because it really is dangerous, especially here in Australia. We have such a high rate of skin cancer. So it really is important. Yeah. Well, you just can't take any chances, can you? Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's your health at the end of the day. And also we care so much about our skin. <laughs> I'm sure all these people listening to well, us care it. about that's their skin. Well, that's it. You know, I was thinking, oh goodness, all the money I've spent on, you know, serums and all of this kind of thing. And yes, if you're going to end up with a, a chunk of your face cut out, kind yeah. of negates the effect, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us this little story, Kate. I really hope that um, everyone's Googling where they can get a skin check in their closest city right now. But we appreciate you sharing it with us. No worries. Yes, we know it's the middle of winter, but we still absolutely recommend using your SPF every single day. So join us in the call time on melanoma movement and stock up on your favorite Aspect Sun Essentials at Adore Beauty. You can receive 20% off the Aspect Sun range for a limited time. Use the promo code CTOM20 at the checkout to claim your 20% off. TNCs may apply, so visit adorebeauty.com.au. So if you're wondering how you can actually get a mole check, there's a couple. Uh, I've had I've done it a couple of different ways. So you can either go to your doctor and get a referral to a dermatologist and your dermatologist can do a mole check for you. Um, another option mm-hmm. is I've done both of these, is you can go to a mole check clinic. So I've been to the one in Fitzroy North, which was um, you don't require. That was where I went, yeah. Basically at the mole check clinics, you don't need to get a referral so you go in you can get your moles mapped and or you can get you know suspicious looking moles checked and they also do biopsies as well so I actually did that in Fitzroy when I freaked out um, and I didn't want to wait for the referral I was just like I need to go get it checked now. Even if you think you're low risk you know a mole can change quite quickly and I'm I'm actually a low risk because I don't go in the sun really Um, and I use sunscreen really regularly so the last time I went he was like oh you probably don't need to come back for like three years I was like no I'll be back in 12 months. (laughs) And also even if you've got, it's really good to get the mole mapping done because they can check the, the, they check basically your whole body and then they compare the current and past photographs of the moles on your body. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that I think um, everyone should go out and do. I mean, it's it's just living in Australia is kind of a whole other kettle of fish in terms of our skin cancer risk. So take a leaf out of mine. Kate and Joe's book and be like we're overly I'm very vigilant overly vigilant 
I wasn't, (laughs) but I am now. When the bougie bitches go bargain. So yes, we should make this This a new segment, a regular segment. So we are challenging ourselves to pick a product from every category. So cleanser, serum, moisturizer, an eye cream. Have you done other? I don't know what you've done. Yeah, I added a few little extras. Okay, so oh, what a treat. Yours is just a basic routine, but I, yeah. So I've got oily skin, blackheads, pores, blah blah blah, and also I like a side of anti aging. Mm-hmm. I've got normal skin, but my routine that I'm going to be talking about is for dry, dehydrated, and sensitive skins. Okay, so mine is for oily skin. Yeah. Right. So maybe I'll do mine first because I feel like mine's a bit more basic and you just went rogue and added like some random things. I sure did. <laughs> so the cleanser that I would choose is $27.95. It's the La Roche-Posay Telerion Caring Wash Cleanser. So this is a really gentle cleanser for sensitive skin and I find that it's great for anyone that's prone to redness or sensitivity like myself. It helps to maintain the skin's natural barrier, so it helps to restore and repair and support that barrier and it also maintains a pH level of the skin. So it just keeps it happy without disrupting anything. So that's a really great cleanser. And then for my serums, I'm going for the Alpha H Vitamin E, which is currently marked down at the time of this episode. So I think it just comes in under the 50 bucks. what the hell is vitamin E, by the way? So vitamin E is an antioxidant, but it also helps with repair um, and just supporting the skin. So it's a really nice product to use, especially if you've got an impaired barrier or you're dry, or you're dehydrated, or sensitive. This is a great product for that. You can get it in the um, vitamin profiling kit as well, which is I think it's ninety nine. Yeah, which is twenty five dollars a serum. So that's actually... yeah, exactly. So if you wanted to try the A, B, C, and E, you can get the whole set, and it's still pretty affordable. But if you wanted to just get the one serum, I would grab that one because it's just a really nice product. I put it on probably every second day at the moment. I think I really, really like that one, and that's down to. $42.46 at the moment. So I'm just scraping in there with that one. And then of course I couldn't go past a vitamin B. So I picked the ordinary niacinamide 10% plus zinc 1%. As with everything in the ordinaries range, it's so, so affordable. That's $9.90. Um, so if you don't know about niacinamide, I actually did a YouTube video on it. So I'd probably go and check that out because it explains the ins and outs of the ingredient and exactly what it does. But it really is versatile in all skin types. It's great for everybody. Um, Hannah, you also really love niacinamide because it helps to balance oil production love as well. Love niacinamide. But it's also just yeah. a really supportive ingredient. Again, everything in this routine, because it is for a more sensitive skin or um, dry and dehydrated. It is something that's quite nourishing and reparative. And then for a little bit of exfoliation, because I couldn't not put something a little bit exfoliating in there, the Ordinary Lactic Acid 10% plus HA. So nothing too crazy, but just something that will gently resurface the skin and clear away that buildup of dead skin cells without causing any disruption to the skin. So that's $12.70. Again, the Ordinary. I've swapped to lactic acid because... Have you? Yeah, because James Vivian, when we went... But you love acids. I know, because when we got those, you know, he said I had an impaired barrier. Yeah. I thought thought I'd calm down on the glycolic okay. and just for a week I swapped over to lactic. So yeah. it's a gen- it's gentler. It is gentler. It's uh, Lactic acid is gentler than glycolic acid. So if you are more sensitive but you still want to use an acid, um, you could try a lactic or mandelic. Mandelic's a little bit harder to find in a singular product, but the ordinary lactic acid is a good option. And that also comes in a 5% as well. So if you don't want to go to, if you want to start off like slowly, you could start with a 5% as well. 
And then the last serum I have on my list is the Ordinary Marine Hyaluronics. I also really like their HA is a good option too, but for $12.90, I mean, all the other hyaluronic acids I use are like over $100. Mm. (laughs) I had to pick one that was a little bit more affordable, but that would be up there with the affordable options that I would pick serum-wise. And then moisturizer, I have already mentioned this as a product you didn't know I needed. It's the Roche-Posay Telerion Ultra Sensitive Moisturizer. This is an awesome moisturizer for anybody with sensitive or reactive skin. I always use it when I've had a rosacea flare-up. I've actually got it on today for no reason. My skin's fine at the moment. I just really like it. It doesn't have a scent or anything. It's just a really nice texture. It you know melts into the skin really easily. It doesn't sit on the surface. Um, makeup can go over the top of it fine. It's a really, really, really nice moisturizer and that's $41.95. And then lastly, I've got an eye cream and I picked the Innisfree Green Tea Seed Eye and Face Ball. So that's one of those eye rollers, you know, the ones with the like metal ball on the end. So you could probably put that one in the fridge, to be honest, if you wanted to use it as like a de-puffing situation. I was just saying to Hannah that my dark circles have been really bad lately. So I am choosing the Innisfree one that's 30 bucks. So yeah, that's my full routine. Mine comes to $177.86. Wow, that is pretty good. You're more along the normal sensitive dry and mine is definitely for oily, acne prone skin. So combination probably as well. So Mm -hmm. mine, I start, I couldn't, it was really hard to choose a cleanser because I actually genuinely use the Bioderma Micellar Water, the big boy. It is $29.95. I actually couldn't do this segment without speaking about that Micellar Water because I use it twice a day, every day. It is my- Do you? It's just like gets all the oil and grime off my skin. I just love that. Mm -hmm. Just in terms of a cleanser, I have um, been using the La Roche-Posay Epiclar micro peeling cleanser. So this is a gel cleanser. It is formulated with salicylic acid. So it is perfect for oily skin types. I started using a salicylic acid cleanser like months and months ago. And I find that that's really, really good for oil production, but also if you are prone to blackheads. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a bargain for under 30 bucks. Yes. That one's $29.95. Another salicylic acid product, if you're going to just go with a gentle cleanser and, but you still want to, you still want to use some salicylic acid is I've started using the Dermalogica Clear Start Flashfoliant. I love the name, Flashfoliant. So what's really good about this one, it is you actually leave it on and it's formulated also again with salicylic acid, but it'll help to clear up breakouts, but also post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. It'll help to fade any of those little dark marks that are left after pimples, which I get all the time. I've actually got a nice little breakout on my chin today. So um, I'll be using that one tonight. So that one's $41, but I actually had a recommendation from a listener who actually, this has come up a few times. People have messaged me about the Pixie Glow Tonic, which I've never used, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, that one's only $25. That's a glycolic acid. So affordable. Quite a lot of people recommend that. Yeah. It's similar to liquid gold. 
called? I think it's a lower concentration of glycolic acid. So that is a listener recommendation. Now onto my fave serums. So of course, this I, I can't go without some anti-aging. So I actually chose the Ordinary Grand Active Retinoid Emulsion 2%. So that one's $17.90, which is so, I was like looking at like all the retinols. Retinols are like not that cheap. So this one's the cheapest retinol. Yep. So it's a, it's a very low strength, great product to start off with if you've never used uh, retinol before and then you can move up to the retinols in the range so the retinoid is like a lower strength and then the retinols go up in strength but I always find it confusing because it has and I think other people will find this as well if I'm I find it confusing because it just all looks the same and then you see a lower percentage you're like oh that must that must be weaker but if it says retinol you know, yes. 1% and you're using a retinoid 2%, the retinol is actually probably a higher concentration, even though it's in 1%. Yeah. It is very hard to find a hyaluronic acid. I know what I do. I do the ordinary buffet. Okay. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. I, I was tempted to put buffet in mine as I well. know, but I've already said this on a previous episode, but it's $24.90 and the one with copper peptides is like under 50. Yeah. So what this one also has hyaluronic acid, but it has like a million other things in it. It's a peptide serum, but it's super hydrating. I actually use that pretty much every night. So the last one was I was trying to find a pigmentation serum. Can I be honest? I haven't used this, Mm -hmm. but I read through some of the reviews and I thought it was a really good option for pigmentation. It's Skinstitute Even Blend Serum. It's reduced at the moment to $36, but usually it's $49. Skinstitute is a really good option if you're looking for a lot of products that come under $50. They've got a lot in their range that is marked down at the moment. So if you are looking to use, you know, a, a good range, but you just don't really know where to start, Skin Institute's actually a really good brand to start with. It's, it's definitely a really affordable, high quality skincare range. So yeah, yeah give that one a go. The, uh, the last one on my serum list, it's not really a serum because it comes in like a tube, but it's um, mm-hmm. the Bioderma Cebium. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say that. Pore refiner. So their whole, they have a whole sebum range. And I've been yep. using quite a lot of products from that range. So you put this on before your moisturizer and it is a minimizes the appearance of like your pores. So if you're doing makeup or something, you could put that on before I guess you put on your moisturizer. Uh, you should, if you have oily skin, check out the Bioderma Oily Skin Rage. It's called Cebium. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Do you know how to say that? I mean, that's how it's spelled. Cebium. Cebium. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Say it in French. It's, uh, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking at it. Not like, today, Joe. Not I today. Just, I just don't. I don't. Why have you organized this on a Monday? Honestly, Monday morning. <laughs> so they're my serums. There's a little bit of like anti-aging, hydration, and then also have a yeah. Check out the CBM CBM pore refiner if you're looking for oil and shine control. So my moisturizer, I have chosen. It's called the Innisfree Cherry Blossom Jelly Cream which I love the name yeah, and it's got really nice packaging. It's pink. It's got antioxidant protection with niacinamide because I haven't chosen a vitamin C or a niacinamide. So I actually chose a a moisturizer with um, antioxidant protection and niacinamide. So it's a gel. Mm -hmm. So it's perfect as well for oily and combination skin types. Uh, SPF. Well, I think we both were going to, you didn't choose an SPF, but I've chosen. Yeah, no, I forgot about that, which is ridiculous that I forgot, but I would choose exactly the same one as you. Yeah. So we've both chosen La Roche-Posay and Thelios. XL Ultralight Fluid Facial Sunscreen. That is a that is a long one. That one's twenty nine yeah. ninety five. And then 
the last thing that I chose, I, I couldn't find, sorry, I couldn't find an eye cream under 50. Not possible for me. <laughs> so what I chose instead was the Pixie Detoxify, <laughs> spelt detoxify with I, E-Y-E. <laughs> That's cute. Depuffing eye patches. <laughs> so it's actually $46 for 30 pairs. So that is cheap for one use. Yeah, it I comes reckon. in this little um, tub. They're like all layered on top of each other and it's just really satisfying to like peel them out. I did have one more thing on my list, but it's kind of not related. It was the it was the lash serum. Oh, yes. I've actually been using a lash serum on my lashes and then using it on my brows. And I found yeah. that my brows have just like, particularly over ISO, they've really filled out because I had they were quite patchy. So that's the L'Oreal Paris Clinically Proven Lash Serum. And that one's $29.95. How much do yours come to? (laughs) I think it's like almost $400. Let me just. You did do a lot more than me. You calculate it. $359. But that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 11 products. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. You don't need all those things. No, you could pick and choose. But I'm a maximalist skincare person. So. As am I. The one thing I will say, neither of us have a vitamin C on here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I often forget about vitamin C. Really? Because I'm such a niacinamide person. I just like I just don't go cheap on the vitamin C. Vitamin C is like the one thing yeah. that like, I definitely splurge on because it's really hard to keep it stable, isn't it? Yes, correct. My vitamin C costs more than your entire routine. <laughs> <laughs> See, for really? Uh, I'm using Flourish and CF. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oily skin. So depending on your skin type, you may want to swap in some other products and ingredients. But I would say our fave kind of high quality, more affordable skincare would, I would say the three for me are Skinstitute, The Ordinary. Yeah. And if you really like Korean skincare, probably Innisfree. Yeah. Innisfree. Definitely. Definitely. Product I didn't know I needed. Can our listeners send through? I'd love to know what their products are. Yes. We did that comp recently and they were sharing their products they didn't know didn't know they needed. But a lot of it was like stuff that we've spoken about. Yeah. So I'd like to know stuff we haven't spoken yeah. about. That you think um, we need to know about. Because I'm always discovering things just from the girls at work. Like, you know, Elle will tell me to try a serum because she thinks I'll like it and I end up loving it. So, yeah, hit us up. What is your product today, Joe? Or do you need some more time? Because you were so lazy this morning. <laughs> I know. I was so lazy just um, yeah, getting it set up. I'm joking. <laughs> Joe is the least lazy person on this podcast. Out of the two people here. So my product today is the Narciso Rodriguez for her EDP, Pure Musk. A little sample of this got left on our desks recently and I went into the office to collect some things. And it's a 20 mil size, so this has been living in my handbag. But this is one of the perfumes that I really, really love. I'd say it's more of a masculine scent. Have you ever smelt this one? It's in the white packaging. Uh, I have one of those mini fragrances. It's it's a floral, but it's mixed with musk as well. Musky. So it's, yeah. yeah I, there's just something about it that feels like not overly feminine because I don't like super florally scents, but it's also not woody. 
So I don't know. I we should get Michael Edwards on to explain it, but um, it just that Michael Edwards was such a big hit. As I well. know, I know. I honestly could speak to him all day. You've got to go and listen to that episode. He just has the most soothing voice. If I can't sleep, I'm going to put that on in my headphones yep. and listen to him talk. But this is a really beautiful fragrance. But I actually, what I wanted to call out to you was the size because it fits in your bag. It's a proper perfume. You know, some of those sample sizes you've got to like pull the lid off, and then it's kind of open, and you have to. You yes. know, they're, they're yes. just in really annoying yes. packaging. Yes, fair. I was literally thinking about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in a proper like spray nozzle. So it's really easy to carry around, but it's not going to break in your handbag or anything like that because it's um, quite small and sturdy, but it is in a glass bottle. But yeah, I just really love that scent, Pure Musk by Narciso Rodriguez. That's my pick for today. And that's 65 bucks. Um, for a 20 mil, which I think is pretty reasonable for an EDP. EDP for the people that don't know what that means. Eau de parfum. Oh. Yeah. So it's long, it's longer lasting than a Eau de toilette. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. What's yours? I did a Instagram live with Marie Kane and she is a fellow frizzy haired, hair, she's a hairdresser, but she's also got very frizzy hair like me, but I always see her Instagram and I'm like, your hair looks so nice for someone that's got frizzy hair. Like she, she's obviously a hairdresser, so she knows what she's doing, but she had sent me a little care package after that live with, uh, it was like all frizzy Hagrid hair products. Mm-hmm. And I posted, like, I hadn't tried it yet. And I posted it to my Instagram. It was the Kerastase Oh, I hate saying their names. Oh my God. Let me you can it do it. Go. This one's easy. Oh. You'll be right. <laughs> Kerastase Discipline Bar Fluid Desilist. <laughs> Why don't you just spell it out? <laughs> uh, we'll have links in the episode notes. Yeah. Um, so that's the shampoo. It's the Discipline range. It's orange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the French say it Discipline. I think they say something else, but I'm going to say Discipline because I don't want to stuff it up. So I posted like, an, and I was like, oh, really excited to try this. And actually I had like all the Hagrid, Hagrid hair girls that follow me were like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love the shampoo. And so I tried it and I actually used it last night and it is a dream. Really? My head, it doesn't make, like these products don't turn frizzy hair into straight hair. Like that's what I want from a shampoo conditioner, yeah. but I'm yet to find one to, that does that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I don't think there's any shampoo and conditioner that I've ever tried that it's going to turn your hair from frizzy to straight or flu, you know, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. What it does do is make it much more manageable. Yeah, but so that's what you want. I, yeah, so I literally straightened my hair last night. I didn't blow dry at first because CBF, but I used these products and then I straightened my hair and my hair today is as smooth as it's like it's so smooth, it's so soft, no frizz. I, I need to try more products from the Kerastase range because I haven't tried that many, but I think I need to get on the bandwagon because I just hear such good things about Kerastase. I've tried a few of their products, but well, Marie from CS was telling me that she's been using a lot of the Kerastase range and I love Marie's hair like obsessed yes. with her hair. If you don't know Marie from customer service, if you've never spoken to her before, she's also on YouTube. Again, YouTube shout out. <laughs> but she has such nice hair and she uses a lot of Kerastase products. So I think I'm going to have to do some research. The only thing I find challenging is that it's all in French and I'm like, what yeah. are you? <laughs> well, once you know, so this range, the Discipline Orange range, um, Kerastars are going to kill me for how I've, dis- how I've pronounced that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a guest request. Can you get someone with a really nice French accent? Um, yep. <laughs> Christophe Raban? Yes, I'll get Christophe Raban. Yep. 
Oh, he's got such a great accent. Done. Yes. We, yeah, I we love Christopher as well. him. We met him in Melbourne and it was a great experience. He was really, really lovely. Um, I've had a really clumsy week. Mm-hmm. So I smashed my Juliet has a gun. I dropped it on my car. The whole thing. Uh, you dropped The whole it. thing. Oh, the whole oh, thing. That is that soul crushing. That is. So it is my favorite um, fragrance. I got the super dose and I. Was it full? I, I shouldn't. Yes, oh. pretty much. I shouldn't be living in a concrete box because. No. And then. Then a few days later, um, I dropped my my sensory method and trail candle. It also smashed, but I'm still burning that one. Mm, I don't know if I'd recommend that. <laughs> really? Yeah, Why? No, that's safe. <laughs> well, because the glass is compromised. But to be fair, my ha- my house smelt my- like not a perfume for days. Yeah, probably still does. So, so I think oh, I'm used to it now, but yeah, like yeah, it, you need some carpet. I know if it was carpet, it, this wouldn't have happened. So I'm going to have to repurchase that one. I was completely devastated. This, I literally kept saying to myself, this is why you can't have nice things. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, that's it from us this week. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.